Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Welcome to Reality with the King. It's me, Carlos King, the king of reality TV and one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television with over 10 years of production experience. Once a week on Reality with the King, we'll sit down with my friends across the entertainment industry, recap our favorite reality shows, and revisit unforgettable moments that we are still talking and tweeting about. Raindrops. On today's episode of Reality with the King, I am going to be in the guest seat, which means I'm going to have a guest co-host today. Yes, that's right. Jasmine Hilly Brown is a former executive producer of this podcast, but she now has her own YouTube channel called Jasmine Hilly Brown. So make sure you all go like and subscribe to it. She and I are going to discuss the Real Housewives of New York City reboot. Is it a fresh apple or a rotten apple, honey? Listen as she and I discuss. Welcome back, friends. I'm Jasmine, and today I'm having my first guest. I'm so excited about this. I promised him that when I started doing guests on this channel, he was going to be the first one, and I'm a woman of my word. So most of y'all know him because a lot of my like early subscribers actually came because I was on your show. And for those of you who don't, he is the king of reality TV. His work has been on BET, WeTV. He set records during his time as the executive producer of The Real Housewives of Atlanta and with his own shows on the Oprah Winfrey Network. And he's also the host of Reality with the King. Yes, a podcast he and I co-executive produced, co-created together. One of my most proud projects that I've ever worked on, (laughs) a huge podcast. And I'm happy to call him my friend and my mentor, the incomparable Carlos King. Welcome to my channel, Carlos. Yes, bitch. <laughs> Look, now we can be unprofessional, child. Oh, no, please be unprofessional. This ain't got shit to do with work, okay? We can look, Carlos, we can be our true selves here. I know. So, guys, just so you know, well, first of all, hi, Jazz. I love you. I'm love proud you. of you. Congrats on the Thank channel, you. your trajectory in establishing and coming into your own. And I'm proud of you. I am a subscriber. And Thank also, you. I'm a viewer. So I'm very, very proud of you. But guys, 
which she was my executive producer on Reality of the King podcast, we instantly fell in love. And I was like, hey, bitch. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. This is a professional environment. And I don't need anybody saying Carlos is inappropriate at work. Because I was like, I can't call you a bitch during work hours. It has to be after 6 or 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And now, yes, bitch. That's like our, our text message. But it's never, ever in a disrespectful way. It's all, bitch no. is a term of endearment to me. That's how I talk to my friends. So same. It just is what it is. Well, listen, I got you here today because I want to talk about more housewives. And okay. specifically, I want to talk about the girls over on my, in my neck of the woods, the real housewives of New York City. First, your initial thoughts, because look, I was, I feel like I was either on a call with you or we got on a call shortly after the announcement was made that they were going to do a reboot with a younger, more diverse cast. So I want to ask you two questions. Mm -hmm. What was your gut instinct when you heard that? And then has the show kind of met the expectations that you had when you first heard about the news? Great question. So you and I first heard about this reboot, if you will, the Real Housewives of New York City having a reboot with the all-new cast of women who represent New York City in this day and age. <clears throat> in addition to that announcement, it was that R-H-O-N-Y will have a legacy, which will feature some of your favorites. That happened two days before I interviewed Ebony K. Williams. So it was hot off the presses. At that time, I thought it was the dumbest idea. I was not a fan of it because I was still in love with the OGs and the people from the original Real Housewives of New York City. Now, one thing about me, bitch, I will always tell y'all when I'm wrong or when I did not get it right. I did watch the first episode and I was wrong. I really did enjoy the first episode. It was a breath of fresh air. I love the cast. It hooked me. It drew me in. And I am happy to report that it was a great idea. It really was. Okay. So you were, you've been satisfied so far with, with what you've seen. Nah, I say all that now, child. Now let's <laughs> talk. This is the thing. Episode because. one. Episode one, hooked me, honey, right? I watched episode two, and Jazz, you may disagree. The way you can tell a season is going to be good, guys, let me tell y'all some tea. You got to watch the first three episodes. Mm. Because just so you know how it works in my business. We, and I'm going to say we because we all are involved. We took yeah. so much real estate in the first episode to get y'all hooked. Now, the way you know a season is good is if the first three episodes are popping. The second episode didn't pop to me. I thought it was too soon for a girl's trip. I'm like, I mm. barely know you girls individually. So to see all you guys together in a house, off. Who wants to watch off-season Hamptons? Like, <laughs> Hamptons ain't cute off-season. And then I didn't care. So episode two did not excite me. Again, my opinion, it was a bad idea to have a girl's trip in the second episode because these are new women. And before mm -hmm. we understand the dynamics of the collective, I first need to be able to understand you as an individual. Look, I 
agree with you though, Carlos. Like I, I was watching episode one and I was like, okay, this is cute. You know, like I can get with these girls. They're all cute. They all bring something to the table. But I almost fell asleep on episode two. And I was like, what are we doing here already? Episode two. And I was like, is it them? But then I thought to myself, it might be me because I haven't been back to Real Housewives of Atlanta, I, I think, since me the last either. time I talked to you about it. Yeah. So it's like I haven't been interested at all in the whole fight with Potomac. I'm just like, I don't even care about that. I think I'm housewived out. I, I feel like it's just me. I think it's the housewife format that is just not doing it for me. What I will say about this cast is with respect to one of them, I don't feel like they're all like doing the most to try to make a moment. There is okay. one though that I'm just like, is Brand. this the Noel? Yes. Yes. I hate to interrupt, but stay tuned for more. We'll be right back after these quick ads. Rising prices stressing you out? If you're looking for ways to cut costs and stay on top of your finances, like me, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. And chances are you're one of them. Like that Stars app just to watch one show or that free gaming trial you never actually used. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you. And for any who don't want to pay for it anymore, just hit cancel. And Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's just that easy. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash R-W-T-K. That's rocketmoney.com slash R-W-T-K. This is Reality with the King. And I'm Carlos King. Let's get back into the show. Let's play a game. Okay. We're going to do a really quick rapid fire game. I'm going to say the name of one of the Real Housewives of New York. And I want you to tell me either the first word or first phrase that comes to your mind. I'll give you a couple of seconds to warm up. If you need to take a sip of water, take a sip of water. Put on your thinking cap. Okay. Ready? Yes. Sigh. Okay. Because they're so new and they had a girl's trip in the second episode, I'm going to make sure I get them right. Sigh is the the, the, the black girl model. The influencer. No. Brooklyn. Brooklyn babe. Uh, influencer. My first thoughts on her bubbly. Um, has potential to be a good housewife. Very bubbly. Very pretty. I like her. Okay. Jessel, that is the Indian woman from London who um, hates her husband. I'm intrigued the fact that she hasn't slept with her husband in over a year. Let me tell you something, honey. If you haven't slept with your man in over a year, that man is sleeping with somebody else, allegedly. Yeah, no, I mean, you bring up a good point. I feel like the dynamic of their relationship 
is going to be really interesting to watch because I, like a lot of people who were tweeting about the show, just don't see them lasting. It doesn't seem like there is any love there. She seems to look down on him. Like she talks to him. I would never talk about my man in the way that she talks about her husband. And it's a lack of, oh, the girls are going to hate me. It's a lack of respect. The way that she talks to it about him. Ladies, yes, I'm a gay man, but I'm going to speak too. Ladies, is it not okay to respect your man anymore? Like, you should 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 go both ways. Y'all should respect each other. No man wants to be emasculated. No woman should be talking down to. We all need to respect each other. So I think it's okay, Jazz. But again, I don't have vagina, child, but I'm a Barbie. (laughs) I don't know. Look, the girls haven't called me a pick-me yet, but I know it's coming. I know it's coming one of these days. (laughs) Just spare me. Anyway, Jenna Lyon. Overhyped. Ooh. Overhyped. Um more. You mean to tell me a new reality star, a new housewife can join a show and tell and tell the world, the producers, and they're okay with it? I do have a girlfriend. Y'all won't see her. Then I said, you won't see you being greenlit to be a part of the show. It's one thing if you're I'll give it a good example. Melody Holt on my show, Love and Marriage Huntsville, who, let's be clear, the show popped off because her and Martell was going through something deep. And mm-hmm. Melody gave Bertie an ounce of her personal story. So it was okay when Melody said to me this past season, six years in, I am dating, but I want to figure it out, Carlos, before I bring this person on camera. I just want to make sure it's real. You can say that to me after giving me everything of marriage, a divorce, a baby, mm-hmm. and, like all of that. Jenna Lyons is overhyped. There's no way she should be on this show if we're not seeing a lesbian relationship. I'm not into it at all. No, that's real because I feel like when they revealed this cast, that was kind of the big selling point with her. She's the first LGBTQ housewife or out housewife, I think, because there are, you know, there's some LGBTQ ladies. They just are not. Out and proud. Um, hey, Atlanta. <laughs> who? Hey, 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 Atlanta. Now, Carlos, we're, look, you ain't about to get me in trouble. You already, <laughs> you already made, <laughs> look, bitch, you've already made your path in this industry. You've blamed <laughs> your trail. You are not going to come on here blowing up my spot. <laughs> I didn't say no names. I said Atlanta, girl. That's Atlanta has a a dozen women. Girl, bye. (laughs) Listen, they know you way more than me, so they're going to spew all of their vitriol towards you anyway. (laughs) But I agree. Jenna Lyons, I think the way that they view her on the show, I was like, she has the queen bee potential because of how they treat her on the show and the way that they view her. I personally don't see her as Queen B here, but I feel like they have a lot of respect and admiration for her. She's mysterious, and I think they really want to crack that egg. And so they're going to treat her like she is the Queen B or one of the Queen Bees, because I do think there's another one. Me with, too. With super potential. I, we're, we always hear, I feel like we know the same. You know what? Let's take a pause from our game. On the count of three, we're going to say who the actual Queen B is, okay? Uh-huh. One, two, three. Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> as always. Hey. As always. We right. did it. We see each other. We see each other. <laughs> so for Aaron, okay, great. Let's jump right back into the game then. Aaron, one word or phrase that comes to your mind when you think of Aaron. 
Queen B, force multiplier so far. It's her show. She runs the girls. She knows how to host. She knows how to lead. She's beautiful. I The first episode, let me tell you something, Jasmine. I watched the first episode, not all 42 minutes twice. I watched the first time all 42 minutes. I watched it again for like the first 15. I There is something about Aaron that I just love and I'm drawn to because I feel like she's genuinely herself. She's not trying hard. I think she's bougie. She likes nice things. Her Hamptons house, she comes from money. She represents who I look at when I think of like next generation New York that comes from money and she doesn't shy away from it. I think she has a lot of potential. My eyes are glued to her every single time she's on camera. 100%. The first word that comes to my mind when I think of Erin is friends because she gives me Jennifer Aniston down. You don't think so? No. do, do, Do you know this about me? No. Of all the white girls, Jennifer Aniston is number one on my list. Julia Roberts is on the list. Um, Reese Witherspoon is on the list. Uh, Blake Lively is on the list. But Jennifer Aniston is my number one favorite white girl in the world. Mm, so when you saw Aaron, did you get Jennifer Aniston right away? No. no? That's why you're such a genius, because I just said to you, I'm drawn to her when yep. she's on camera. But now I, I see it. She's Rachel from Friends. Yes, she is. She 100% gives Jennifer Aniston. Okay, let's move down the list. So we already did Side, Jessel. We did Jenna. We did Aaron, Bryn. Wild card. This is the thing with Bryn. Beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Very beautiful. Yes, honey. Face is beat. I like her a lot. Um, she's a wild card. My concern with her, and we'll see, I was very unhappy that she was... Y'all... Oh, I'm so angry. How can I have a, a housewife in the second? Y'all acting like we are second season in. I need to see these new girls to fall in love with them to know who they are. If I was producing that show, I would have said, um, we're not showing the entirety of this trip unless we cuss some stuff out to add Bren in. Mm-hmm. I love Bren. I think Bren is great. Now, Brent so far is thirsty, which you know me. I like thirsty. Don't give me dehydrated Deborah from Potomac. Sure. <laughs> give me, I like thirsty. So she gives me thirsty. I'm hoping she's not dehydrated, but I do like her. So the jury's still out on the oxygen levels of her. Exactly. Cause my gut instinct is that she's going to do too much. And I also hate when they get on and they just try way too hard, but she might surprise me. Like I said, she was barely in the second episode. So I don't know what to expect from her. And last but not least, Uba who is the cousin of Chanel from Real Housewives. Yeah. So listen, I I saw that on Twitter. I have not verified this. I have not looked at their ancestry DNA results. So I don't know if that is accurate. (laughs) But I saw it on Twitter. Her and Chanel from Real Housewives of Dubai are cousins. And so beautiful ladies. But you know how I feel about Dubai. And I know how you feel about (laughs) (laughs) Not the Real Housewives of Dubai. So, what's her name again? I'm sorry. Uba. 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 Okay, I'm being very honest. And I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Aesthetic, I, I love her. Aesthetically gorgeous. You know me, I, I love a leggy woman. She's gorgeous. 
Again, based upon the first two episodes, when Phaedra and Candy went to visit Chateau Charay in season four, and Phaedra said, there's nothing there, there's dirt and grass. She has everything going from herself on the outside. It's the insides that I'm worried about because I'm just not connecting. And I think I... In my opinion, I think she was she's one of those casting like, okay, we gotta have a black model in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, and she fits that role. But other than that, I'm I'm not into like I wanna go to the grocery store. I was like, these are so stereotypical Real Housewives tropes. I don't want caviar. Ah, I'm going to the grocery store. Then you see her walking to the grocery store like a model. And then she goes in the kitchen, steals a can of beans. I was like, oh, no so one crazy. does this in real life. And I lived in New York, guys, for 10 years. I've hung out with some hot women. None of us ever, especially mm-hmm. a fancy restaurant, went to steal a can of beans. Like, guys, that's what we call, like, you're doing too much for TV. So I know we're worried about brand being thirsty. But to me, that was a moment for, like, girl... You're trying to get a moment instead of like being present and being the moment. But your thoughts? You, I'm there with you because I think that Uba, she feels like um, a diversity hire. If you notice the first episode, we barely get to know her. We don't know much about her. Even when you look at the marketing and the promo for the show, like look at her on this picture. She's kind of off to the side. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. she's kind of thrown in there and I don't know where to go with her because she also feels like she doesn't necessarily fit with this group organically. And I get we're early in and they're all trying to figure each other out, but she just feels like the one who fits the least organically to me. Do you agree there? Yeah. The thing is she should. And and listen, Tommy hater is fine. The thing is this, the reason why you and I both without talking to each other, because we never, we don't do pre-interviews. We don't talk right. before we do this. The reason why you and I like Aaron the most is because we know the most about her. Mm-hmm. We, we know her home life. We know what's going on in her world. She's very present. She's not trying to be anybody and that's what we were desiring with this reboot. It's like, let's find real women in New York City. There's a lot of Black supermodels or Black yeah. models who have relationships, personal story, what's going on in their lives. So it can't, we can't, we got to stop casting people just because they're beautiful. Yeah. You know? We got we to gotta stop doing that. Cynthia Bailey lasted because she had a, a rich personal story. She was engaged to Peter Thomas. Mm-hmm. He has financial instability. Her, her mother and sister hid the marriage certificate. All of her friends said, don't marry this guy. It wasn't just that we got this single woman in Atlanta who was a supermodel and she's on the show. No, she had a personal story. New York was always on the chopping block for a lot of years because those ladies ran out of personal story. So you mean to tell me y'all gonna cast some more women? You got a a lesbian housewife who told y'all you ain't never seen my lover. And now you have a black supermodel on the show who's like, I don't know what she's doing, what she's about. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. And speaking of the the last ladies, I do want to ask you. So we had Ebony K. Williams on Reality with the King, like shortly after the news broke for the, the reboot and Legacy. And then Ramona, have you spoken with any of the former New York Housewives about the reboot? Good question. I have not. Okay. Because there's no need to, because I know they don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, one thing I do, Jazz, I always try to relate it to everyday people, right? Um, nobody wants to see their replacement. Regardless right. of who left on your own or got fired, there's still residue left over when it comes to, like, this person replaced me or these people replaced me. So I already know how they feel about it. But I will say this. I don't see Ebony K. Williams fitting with this cast. Right. Which is why my advice when we interviewed her was, I would love to see, like, whose Ebony real friends are. Because I just mm -hmm. think we need a group of women who are really friends. Um, the jury's still out, but I will say this. It was a very, very, very bad move to have a girl's trip and to let the world know in episode two that we're never seeing Jenna Lyons' girlfriend. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with you. Closing out, two more questions. The first one. Do you have any predictions for storylines or craziness for this season of The Real Housewives of New York? You know, I think you're not going to get anything from Jenna Lyons. I think Jenna Lyons is still struggling being on the show. She gives me, during the headlights, what did I sign up for? Was <laughs> this our move to do? Like, she's constantly overthinking. She's not present to me at all. She's just there and she's observing the ladies in this social experiment we call a reality show. So I definitely think you're not going to get much from Jenna Lyons at all. I think it's going to be very overhyped. I think you're going to get Bryn versus Aaron. And let me tell you something. At least give me Bryn versus Aaron. I want to see it because they're... Baby is going to give you old school Bethany versus Ramona, like oh. the two different classes of lifestyle and how mm. they. Yeah, so I think we're. I think I'm hoping we get that at least. And um, when it comes to the rest of them, uh, to your earlier Jessel, I'm hoping we get to see what's really happening in that household. Now I will say this: the best thing about the second episode was the revelation that they have not had sex in a year. Like, that was great. In a sure. perfect world, though, I would have love for that to come out via the couple first, so that when she told the girls, we, as the audience, was able to be in on the joke. Mm -hmm. But seeing the shock of is like, well, dang, now she's wearing a lingerie, and we don't see her getting her man. So, you know, that's that. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's such a good call out with the Bethany versus Ramona with Aaron and Brynn because I tried my hardest to not compare them to any of the former mm -hmm. ladies because I was like, they deserve a clean slate. I'm going to put a pin in that because I want to see that too. I think that would be really interesting because I feel like Aaron has some fire in her. When she went to the party and uh, Jessa was like, your bangles look like weapons. And she said, I might have to punch a bitch or something like that. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm She's a natural. So whoever cast her, fantastic job. Seriously. Yeah. So I predict that Uba is going to be a one season on this. I don't. Yeah. I, I think that she 
was cast for us to us to be really interested oh, in locked us. in. Yep, us. Okay. <laughs> to be interested in <laughs> and locked in. But if things keep going the way that they've been going, like I said, my gut feeling is just like she's not going to be around after this season. I predict Jesso. Okay, Jess and her husband, we either are going to see them divorce in season two or talk about separating in season two, or she's not going to come back for season two because they're going to want to go through their marital issues yeah. off camera because she comes from an Indian family. They're conservative. They don't want their business aired all over the place. So I feel like with Jesso, we're either going to see all of it or we're going to see none of it. So I predict we'll kind of go through the roller coaster with her marriage this season. And then by season two, she's going to make a decision to either let us see the dissolution of the marriage or she's going to be like, you know, I don't want this because I don't know that they're going to last. And I never wish for anybody's marriage to end but it's like based on what we see obviously it's edited but the fact that from just the few minutes that we were able to see none of it seemed positive and that's yo man like come on girl so those are my predictions i agree with you yeah so and again i'm I'm hoping that it works because if it does work this this real housewives of new york city reboot you know it will definitely open the conversations at Mm -hmm. least do that to other cities Yeah. And I was going to ask you, that's my last question for you. So are there other cities within the Real Housewives ecosystem, the franchise? Are there other cities that need a reboot? And if so, which cities? Um... (laughs) Look, I've said it on my podcast before. I would love to see a new Atlanta Completely um, new or just some new? I mean, when I say like a reboot, I'm like, everyone's gone and they start from ground zero. If I had to pick a Real Housewives city to literally start six new women the way they're doing with New York City, there's just a new crop of women in Atlanta that just aren't tapped into. Like mm-hmm. the real estate agents, the social media people, the blogger, the podcast host, the influencers, the financial experts like it's one of those things where that is a world that i want to be tapped into and look you can find those women and add them but i think what's missing when you add so many new people is the connections that they have so if i had to choose i would not mind seeing atlanta i'm not saying do that tomorrow next season Mm -hmm. i'm saying if that was ever to be something that would be a conversation, I will love for that conversation to start in Atlanta. Okay, that's interesting. I somewhat agree. I think Atlanta still has a couple of ladies that we can keep and just bring in some new girls around them. I said the same thing when we talked about Potomac. I think Potomac can do a major overhaul and keep a couple of the women and just get rid of the ones that are never going to give us more than they've already given us. I think Salt Lake City, only because I don't watch Salt Lake City. So I feel like y'all need new people to even get me interested. Girl, that's Um, that's gag worthy. (laughs) Child. (laughs) And I know this is also another one of your babies, though. Um, I stopped watching Jersey. Yeah. And I feel like Jersey could benefit from starting from scratch. Like everybody leaves, it's done, and it's a completely new New Jersey. Do you agree? It's funny. So when I was contemplating which city, it was between Atlanta and Jersey. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I said Atlanta is only because I just I personally know Atlanta women right. who would 
kill it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think Jersey would be second. I literally think they drain every ounce of what Jersey could be. I do like the two new girls, Danielle and Rachel. I did stop watching after episode two of last season, but I love the reunion. And I want to see Teresa on a spinoff giving me Kardashian because she has funny daughters. I'm intrigued by her personal story. The rest of them just do not have personal story. So I agree with you about Jersey as well. Yes. Well, listen, are you going to keep watching New York? This is the thing. I stopped watching Atlanta a couple of episodes ago because, and this is just me, I can't watch a show because it's on. You know, like some people say, mm-hmm. it's on, but I'm not watching. Girl, I, my time is valuable. I got <laughs> books to read. I got a business to build. Like, I got a lot going on. So if they don't hook, I'm going to give them at least until episode four, meaning New York, only because, unfortunately, they're, they're, they're still in the Hamptons next week. So <laughs> I'll give them a pass. <laughs> I'm so mad at that. But if it's not good, oh, I'm the, I stopped watching Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. I stopped watching Jersey. I stopped watching Atlanta. Um, so, yeah, if they don't give me what I need, then I won't be coming back. Same here. I'm not afraid to jump ship if it's not given what it's supposed to give. Thank you for listening to Reality with the King. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Share, comment, follow, and subscribe to Reality with the King wherever you get your podcast. Visit realitywiththeking.com and be sure to follow me at thecarlosking underscore on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and yes, baby, my YouTube channel where you can get all of my visuals, baby, my expressions. Yes. And don't forget, tweet me your thoughts and hot takes about this episode using the hashtag realitywiththeking. Reality with the King is a production of Kingdom Reign Entertainment. It is produced by Sierra Spragley Ricks and executive produced by me, Carlos King. King the Rain Entertainment, baby! In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.